what's going on kings and queens it's your girl gold chain diva and i'm here with episode three of the sauceworthy podcast and this episode's topic is going to be let's talk about sex celebrate or celebrate but before we get into that as always i want you to take some time to go ahead and follow me on social media at gold chain underscore 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 diva and also make sure that you're a part of the sauce worthy discussion board on facebook um that's where i will post every new topic and also get your feedback on those topics as we move along so the let's talk about sex topic is going to be a three-part discussion. Um, that's just what I was, you know, drawn to do um, because I do realize that sex is a very important um, and very, you know, relatable topic. Um, and so many different points of view on sex, you know, people who are having sex, people who aren't having sex, um, people who are, you know, doing that willingly or people are doing that because of, you know, different I don't know, STDs that they're having or different problems that they're having with their spouses. But all I know is that today in 2020, sex is one of those topics that, you know, it's important. So I want to talk about it. So to pick up where we left off on last episode, a lot of y'all may have been shocked by the news that I myself am celibate in 2020. I just want to start by saying that, you know, this podcast is not to make anybody feel bad about what they're doing. I'm not trying to force religion on nobody. You know, I'm, I don't think that my way is the only way or the best way or anything. All I know is in 2020, this journey that I'm on is something that's important to me. It's something that has major reason, you know, and it is because of the relationship that I do have with God. Um, it's not an easy journey. You know, a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, you know, I often feel like there aren't people to have this discussion with. I feel like I'm the only one. Um, so I do want to have this, this discussion. I do want to, you know, let you know how my journey is going because, you know, it is a common but uncommon thing that a lot of people are dealing with. Um, even though I do feel like I'm alone in this journey a lot, I do realize that there are other people who are dealing with the same feelings and emotions that I am, but they are afraid to talk about it. Realistically speaking, the idea of celibacy is uncommon. It's not popular, you know? So, I mean, as a culture, we want to draw to what is popular, what everybody else is doing. Um, and I just want to be that person that's going to be brave enough and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I'm not telling anybody else to do it. This is what I'm doing. And I just want to see your thoughts on what, what it is that's going on in my life and just tap in with y'all to see what are going on in your lives on the same topic. I think the best place to start on this topic before we go anywhere else into this discussion and what I believe in and why I'm doing it, um, it is really, you know, the real reason why I started on this journey. Um, so you know, I'm in my late 20s now. And it's so weird because I almost said mid 20s. I'm like, oh, crap, late 20s. So we inching our way to 30. But nonetheless, I started this journey. Oh, I'm about to tell how long it's been. <laughs> um, I started this journey about four and a half, close to five years ago. Now, not to say along the way that I haven't slipped up and made some mistakes. Um, but that's when I started this journey. Um, I started this journey because... 
as a young woman, you know, when I got introduced into the world of sex, it wasn't in a healthy way. Um, it wasn't based off of meaning relation, meaningful relationships. Um, it wasn't about the connection with the person. It wasn't about the respect and the value of myself. It was mostly because of, and like we said in the last episode, it was mostly because of the control factor. Um, feeling like I was, un, you know, and not in control of many other situations in my life and feeling like, you know what, sex is the only thing that I can actually control. Um, so it, it really started off as a control factor. You know, my, my sexual journey started off with just a lot of dysfunction. Um, and over the years, I've realized that I was carrying a lot of unhealthy connections with people. Um, and I, and I knew deep down inside of my heart that I really did desire to have those deeper connections with those men that I was with. You know, I tried to lie to myself and tell myself that, you know, I didn't want a relationship and I didn't want to get close to somebody and I didn't want a family and I didn't want this and I didn't want that. And really over the years, I realized that that was a defense, a defense mechanism for me. Um, that just allowed me to, you know, just kind of use it as a scapegoat and just kind of justify, you know, what I was doing. Um, you know, it started off as a thing of being in complete control. And then over time, it became something that I felt like I was no longer in control of. Um, you know, I felt like I kept putting myself in situations, even though I wanted to be in other situations. But, you know, I kept putting myself in that same situation, just going around in this cycle over and over and over again and just expecting a different result. But to take a deeper dive into what actually made me take on this journey and take on this task. And honestly, when when it first started, it didn't have so much importance to me as it does now. When it first started, it really was an emotional reaction to a a, a situationship, and I'm going to say situationship because it definitely wasn't a relationship, um, but it was a situationship that that was close to a person that I thought was very, very close to me, that was a good friend to me, and that I thought would treat me differently, but the situation left me feeling like I was not enough. And I'm just being 100% real. Like, I can, I have no problem with being transparent. You know, this is life. We all go through it. It, I, You know, I'm, I'm a better person because of it. Um, but I was dealing with a person who kind of made me feel a little less than, but even in the, in the midst of feeling less than when dealing with this person, you know, cause we all know there's a difference between the F word, <laughs> the F word and actually making love to a person. And it's really based off of the emotional connection that you have with that person. So with this person, you know, I let my guard down. You know, I was completely intimate with this person, you know, and we and I ended up making making love for the first time. And I didn't know how to feel about making love to a person that I was not to me didn't love me or, you know, the way that I felt about them. You know, I knew that in that moment, I wanted to feel that feeling again with somebody who was important to me, somebody that was important to me and somebody that I was important to. Uh, so that was the beginning of my journey. Uh, it started because I was very hurt. I was just in a hurt place. And I was just like, you know what? Something has to give. Something has to give. It started off as me just trying to prove it to myself 
that I could, you know, resist that urge because it really came to a point where that urge was just driving my life. And I knew that it had to be more to life than just sex. So I started the journey with not much information, um, just based off of an emotional decision. And, you know, it ended up being a very good thing for me. You know, I really did start with trying to prove to myself that I could go a certain amount of time without having sex because I started to feel like, you know, I wasn't in control anymore. And... I don't know about anybody else, but that feeling to me just wasn't a great feeling. Um, so, I mean, the beginning of my journey was a very rough one. Um, you know, it, it was, it is and still is a journey of a lot of ups and downs, a lot of mess ups, a lot of triumphs. You know, I played around with fire for a very long time thinking that, oh, I can cuddle up with him at nighttime, you know, and it just be strictly platonic. Oh, we could do a little bit of this. As long as it's not intercourse, it's okay. <laughs> you know, as long as I get mine a different type of way, you know, the sex is uh, whatever. Like, I don't really need that. Um, so it started off in a very, you know, still trying to have control of the situation um, and not really like yielding to the true process. Uh, so I realized that I was still holding on to a lot of old patterns and still reinforcing, you know, that that, you know, lack of value that these people had for me through the way that I was telling them it was OK to handle me. If that makes sense. Um, you know, a lot of the times I was just like, you know, it, it, I was just an object of sex to some of these people. And the reason why I was an object of sex was because I, I allowed them to think that it was OK. I didn't demand more from them. Um, so it started off very rocky, but then over time it grew into something that was amazing because it was like, you know, now I have this time to really get to know me. You know, post, you know, post this failed situationship, I really need to get to know me because how can I expect someone to treat me the way that I want to be treated or the way that I deserve to be treated if I don't know who I am and I don't know what I want? So it was a long process of just figuring out what makes me happy, you know, figuring out what's you know, good be like good ways for a person to treat me and what ways are not a good ways for people to treat me. And, you know, before I knew it, you know, I looked up and years had passed by because I was just in this space with myself where I just got so comfortable with learning me. Um, so I'm not going to say even that with those years that pass by that the urge ever goes away. I mean, come on. At the end of the day, we're human. I mean, we got desires. You know, we we all get horny. I said this the last time. We all get horny. You know, it's not something that like, oh, just because she's celibate, she don't have the urge no more. Like, no, I still am human. I still feel the same way that everybody else feels. <laughs> <laughs> like I still want to do it just like everybody else. But I've realized that if the situation is just not what I require and what I need for it to be at this point in my life, 
I can no longer make exceptions for that. I can no longer budge on that because at the end of the day, when I budge on that, that tells I'm telling myself that I'm not worth it. And, you know, I'd rather, you know, hear no a bunch of times in order to keep what I work so hard for. With all that being said, let's take a brief intermission for a sponsor break. And once we come back from this break, we will go into my experiences in the modern day, you know, what I'm doing in my dating life and how these men are reacting to when I drop that C-bomb on them. So stay tuned. So a lot of y'all may be asking, T, how does this affect you in your dating life in 2020? Like, what do guys normally say when you drop the C word on them? Well, my answer to that question would be, it's a multitude of reactions when I tell people this. Um, I think, and I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to throw y'all up under the bus for a second. I think every man will say they respect your decision. But every man in the back of their mind is like, oh, I bet you I can make you change your mind, though. So that's the part that gets a little difficult because you can really try to, you know, get to know somebody on that level and think that they're being genuine with you and really, you know, with their intentions and respecting your wishes. And then on the back end, they just do a lot of things that just makes it very, very, very hard for you to stay true to that. So when those moments come about, it is very hard for me. My last relationship that I was in, and I'm just being a hundred percent real. My last relationship that I was in, I slipped up, you know, four and a half years was gone. Lord have mercy. And I hope you're not listening to this podcast. (laughs) four and a half years was gone in all of about 30 minutes or less and it wasn't a situation that I felt like I needed after it being that amount of time you know I needed for him to be more intimate with me I needed him to be closer to me and respect the fact that it was almost like me losing my virginity again And it was none of those things. So that really in turn showed me that he really didn't give a F about the fact that, you know, my journey was what it was. And the difficult, the even more difficult about difficult part about that situation was the fact that we both prided ourselves on having a relationship with God and being people or him more so being a person who was connected to the church. See, that's the common misconception when it comes to this topic is that a person, you know, that is a quote unquote church person is going to understand that journey. But realistically, the church has made a lot of exceptions for what, you know, for what it says in the Bible when it comes to this journey of celibacy and sexual immorality. So realistically, a lot of people, a lot of Christian people don't think the way that I think. I'm sure there are a few, but God, I haven't found them. I don't know where they're hiding that, to be honest, because, you know, I do feel like I'm on this journey alone. You know, I try to confide in people who share the same ideals as me, you know, and share the same walk with Christ as me. 
But it's very hard because realistically, those people, they, in the, ch- the church is not doing enough to tell people about sexual immorality and why it's so important to take that journey. The church has just, along with everything else, has just water. It, it just became a watered down subject, and there, and just to have people sitting in the pews and people putting money in the, you know, the collection plate, they overlook, you know, the soul care of a person. You know, so that's a whole different topic for a different time. I'm going to talk about these choicey, the choosy Christians, because we be choosing. Everybody want to say they're Christian, but they be choosing what they want to follow and what they don't want to follow. You know, so I don't know. It it it, it is one of those things where when you're dealing with a person, you got to understand their intention. Because, you know, a person will say that they respect all that you are, you know, trying to do, but realistically, they don't respect it. Um, I think it's important to say that I recently started talking to someone and I hope he doesn't feel a certain type of way about this. And I'm sure he won't because, you know, we've related to one another in a very, very short amount of time. I will say that, you know, well, let me back up a few steps. In my last relationship, I think it's most important for me to tell you all that even though, you know, those four and a half years had gone by and I made the sound decision that I was going to wait for my husband to have sex again, because that's how important it was to me. Even though I had set my mind on that, all it took was for one second for a man to come in and make me budge on that because I uh, wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like, you know what I mean? I, I still had the urges. I was like just bartering. I'm like, okay, well, as long as we're in a relationship, I'll entertain the thought. But realistically, I should have never entertained the thought with him. So where that situation went wrong, because I blatantly knew what I was supposed to do. And I did the complete opposite of that situation. So fast forward to where I am right now, speaking to this new person who is also a person who has a relationship with God. But like I said, that's something that you still got to pay attention to because, you know, everybody just because a person has a relationship with God and just because a person is a Christian, they don't have the same mindset about sex because a lot of people, they aren't in the Bible. They're not, you know, they'll say they're Christians, but they're not really in the word. They're not really seeking God for guidance in that area. So realistically, you know, I brought it up to him and and this is something I tell people early, you know, because for me, it is a deal breaker at this point. I don't want to be months into getting to know somebody or whatever the case may be and then have to say, hey, well, this is what I believe in because I personally do not think it's fair to that person. So it's very important for me early on in a situation to tell them, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it because I want them to know early on if you decide to continue to deal with me this is what is expected I don't want anybody to think that I'm bamboozling them I think that that's also another way that sex could possibly have been used as a weapon because then I'm like you know basically trying to keep it away from you or whatever And I want people to know that's not my intention. I want you to have full information and full reign to make your decision of whether you want to stick around and be in my life based off of the information that I gave to you. So in this new situation, um, I learned a lot from my last relationship. 
So the the topic of sex, you know, did come. It always comes up. And I told him probably one of the first, I think it was the first conversation that we had with one another that this is what I was, you know, willing to do. And I'm very grateful that he was even able to respond back to me and say, you know, this is new for me. I've never had a woman tell me this before. You know, I can't say that it won't be hard for me, but what I'm willing to do, I'm willing to do, you know, accommodate that because I like you. I'm willing to try because I like you. Now, it it does get a little fuzzy because, you know, when you're when you really like a person, you get caught up in the moment a lot. And so we got caught up in the moment of, you know, wanting to meet each other and stuff like that. And because of the time that we're living in with COVID, you know, a lot of things are more so like first dates and stuff are kind of like restricted to like your house at this point. Can't go out to eat. Can't go out to the movies. You know, it's cold as crap outside. So we can't go to the park. You know, so it's like the options that we have are very limited when it comes to seeing one another. So, of course, you know, we had planned to, you know, meet up at one of our homes and, you know, we talked about this and I had to take a step back because I had to realize now in this new place of my life, you know, it is important for me to ask God what's the best way to get into these situations because, you know, because of the sensitivity around sex. Because I had to put myself in the best situation to make sure that I'm not going to compromise what I believe in. And so I was very open and expressive to him about that. And, you know, he's very disappointed. He took it very hard because, you know, both of us were very excited about it. But realistically, you know, I had to. I had to take that step back and ask him. And, you know, it, it hit him very hard. But ultimately, he respected where I was coming from and which was very refreshing for me because I never had somebody who, you know, was like, okay, I'm disappointed. I'm angry, but I see why you're doing what you're doing and I respect it. And you, and that, and that's very important for you to do that. That's very, very important for us to do that. So, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to talk to you about it. We're going to come back to it. We're going to see what the best way to do it, whatever, whatever. We come back to it and I have to say I respect him once again because now on the flip side, he's like, when the last conversation that we had about this, it made me realize that I needed to be sure that I am able to take this journey with you because I don't want to waste your time. You know, because right, like I said, it's going to be hard for me. And right now in my life, I don't know if I can give up sex. And as 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 much as that hearing that hurt, you know, because on this journey, you know, God is promising me something. So I'm doing what he's asking me to do. But I can't say that, you know, I don't often question, are there any men that will accommodate this? So, you know, it was definitely a little disheartening to hear that, but I ultimately respected him because he understood how important it was to me. So, you know, I'll have to say to be continued on that end. It'll have to be to, to be continued because, you know, I don't know 
where that situation is going to go. It very well may be over in that regard because, like I said, I'm at a place where I cannot budge any longer on that. I just can't. Because I know that for me personally, when the sex gets introduced into the equation, things go wrong. It goes wrong. So, you know, for me, it's very important for me to just create a deeper connection with the people I'm involved in or involved with. Okay, guys, this conversation went a little longer than I had expected. I was hoping to be able to wrap this topic up in this one episode, uh, but I didn't even get to hit on a lot of the reasons, you know, why I believe that this is so important. Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give y'all the rest of the, you know, why this is so important to me at the beginning of next episode before we start talking about the next topic of sex as an addiction. Uh, I think it's important to have that be one of the conversations that we have when we're talking about sex, because realistically, there are a lot of people who at this point do feel like sex is running their lives, whether it be, you know, the physical aspect or duty of sex, or whether it be, you know, just watching pornography and things like that. So that's another part of the conversation that I want to have with you all next week. Um, So when we come back next week, I will, you know, give you the ins and outs of, you know, why celibacy is so important to me. And then we'll go straight into that topic. So thanks for tuning in. Um, Be on the lookout for the next episode two Mondays from now. So we'll do this every other Monday at 8 p.m. Thanks for tuning in. And come back two Mondays from now for more sauce.